The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful bonnet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, Camera Obscure. The Green Hornet strikes again. young publisher of the Daily Sentinel, sat in his office dictating an editorial to his secretary, Lenore Case. The people of this, this city face a crisis. No, 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 no. Kill that, Miss Case. I wish to goodness I was a real newspaper man instead of a mere publisher and occasional editorial writer. Oh, but you are a real newspaper man, Mr. Reed. It's just that I don't... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, Casey! Morning, Reed. Michael, Mr. Reed is dictating. What's the matter, Axman? You look mad. I've just come from cops' headquarters after seeing him go through the same old hocus-pocus with Rex Tinsley. Rex Tinsley? The nightclub owner? Nightclub owner, did you say? Are you kidding? Sure, he's the biggest crook in the entire state. I get sore whenever I think of Tinsley. The cops pick him up because they say he's behind this racket and that racket. And what gets me, they know he's behind him. But what happens? You tell me what happens. That I will. Like I was saying, I went over to cops' headquarters to see if they got something on the blotter worth bothering about. They don't. But Sergeant Burke gives me a wink and tells me, go into Captain Oliver's office and maybe I'll get a story. But we being good friends, the captain and me, and him always giving me the breaks on news, well, I go right in. He's sitting at his desk looking like the cat that swallowed the cadet. Good morning, Captain. Burke tells me you know something I ought to know. So he can't keep anything to himself, huh? All right, I'll tell it to you, Axford. But I want you to keep it under your hat. Now, get this. We've got Rex Tinsley in the clink. Pulled him in half an hour ago. Again? And he's still here? Hmm. His lawyer must be slipping. Phil Crane? <laughs> Look, Axford. This is one time that shyster Crane's not coming in here and springing little boy Rex. Crane or nobody else knows we have Tinsley here. I'd like to bet on that. The DA's on his way here to question Tinsley now. The district attorney. <laughs> Another babe in the woods. Oh, that must be the DA now. The DA, did you say? Since when did Phil Crane get elected district attorney? Phil Crane? Wait. How did this happen? How did he know that? Captain Oliver... What little games do you think you're playing this time, huh? Here's another one of those things. That's a writ. Well, Sherlock Holmes. Yes, a writ for Tinsley. Now, let's have him. Oh, we haven't got him here. Besides, I won't let him go till the district attorney... What? I mean... Uh, You're all mixed up, Captain. 
But you'll really be mixed up if you don't let Rex Tinsley out at once. You wouldn't want to be called sergeant, would you? Or patrolman. And just like always, a couple of minutes later, out walks Crane. And Tinsley's with him. Should have seen the smiles on her smug faces. <laughs> I don't blame you, Axford. It looks as if they're making a travesty of the law. It's too bad the district attorney's office can't get evidence. Assuming it's to be had, somebody should do something. Well, if I own the paper, I know what I do. And I know what your father before you would have done. He'd use the power of the press to show up Tisley for what he is. And smash his gangs, too. You could lead a campaign like that, Mr. Reed. You sold me an idea, Axford. Let's get going. As case, forget about that editorial. Tell Gunnigan to come in here as soon as he's free and bring Clicker Benny with him. Clicker Benny, the Daily Sentinel's ace photographer, and Gunnigan, the city editor, listened to what the young publisher had to say. Then, while Clicker sat quietly, a glint came into Gunnigan's eyes and a trace of enthusiasm into his voice. Reed, maybe you've got something. Glad you think so, Gunnigan. As sure as I'm sitting here in this office, Tinsley and Crane are crooks. I know any evidence against them is circumstantial. But if we handle this right, we'll get some things that will stick without fear of libel, too. What about this political power behind Tinsley? Well, that, Miss Binney, is the core of the entire setup. There's one thing that gets me mad. It's the way so many Americans let tin horn politicians run their affairs. And that's the trouble with this city. Don't you think the police and our officials are honest? I know they are. They nearly always are. But it doesn't keep the crooked politician who doesn't hold office from offsetting any good work that they do. Break that power and you'll break Tinsley. After that, it should be easy to clean up the small fry. Great. We'll get things stirring in the first few articles. That should start some of the rats scurrying. And maybe lead us to the holes we want to find. Let's see. Let's read all about the man who beats the rats. Here you are, lady. Rats Tinsley, man of mystery. Here you are, sir. Read all about it. Brooks, Veteran City. Here you are, sir. Bransford Ballion, leader of the political machine that was in power, didn't take kindly to the opening guns of the Daily Sentinel campaign. There were many who didn't like it, but Ballion decided to do something about it. Oh! Where's Bitby? Well, he's in his office. I'll help myself. But wait a minute! You! I want to see you. Now you listen to me. Valian went on for endless minutes as Brick Reed listened, a faint flicker of amusement and interest in his eyes. Reed sat up straight only when the older man seemed to be ending his speech. Yeah, I tell you, Reed, you'll go to jail for this. We'll sue you for every penny you own. Let me get this straight, Mr. Valian. The story today doesn't mention you at all. Only Rex Tinsley's name is used. Are you speaking for him? For Tinsley? How dare you? Of course I'm not. I don't even know the man. The Sentinel says Tinsley runs the rackets in this city. We'll admit he's been arrested on occasion. You're the political leader in this town. Perhaps you can answer these questions. Why, when Tinsley is picked up, doesn't he ever go to trial? Why are charges against him always dropped? How should I know him? Tinsley has a good lawyer, I suppose. Clever, not good. Though it's still not the answer. You know Philip Crane, don't you? Philip Crane? Philip Crane. Don't tell me you don't know Philip Crane, the lawyer. Tinsley's lawyer. 
Oh, that crane. Well, I know him by reputation, of course, but not to speak to him. I can quote you on that. And on Tinsley? You most certainly can. Now, look here, Reed. What are you trying to get at? I don't know Tinsley. I don't know Crane. All I know is that your paper is libelous. And we're going to sue you. Before we get finished with you, you'll wish that you could. Mr. Reed's office. Who's calling, please? Who? Oh, yes, yes, he's right here. Just a moment, please. Tinsley. For you, Mr. Reed. Mr. Tinsley. Really? Oh, thank you, Miss Case. Hello? Yes, this is Reed. Oh, is that so? Well, uh, go ahead, Tinsley. I'm listening. All right, Tinsley. Actually, we'll be there. Goodbye. What is it, Axford? Cassie says you were talking to Tinsley. Well, now, uh, what was it all about? Well, I'm not sure, but I'm going to find out. You've got to hand it to Tinsley, no matter what you think he is. <laughs> he called to see if I'd go to his club, the Eldorado, tonight to interview him. You're not going out there alone, are you, Mr. Reed? Clicker well, will go with me. You too, Axford, if you like to. Just try to keep me away. Oh, what will Gunnigan say, though? He may want a newspaper man to cover something like this. Well, how do you like that? Miss Case, do you mean I'm not a newspaper man? Oh, but I... what about me? <laughs> Sorry, but I... Well, but... Never mind, Miss Case. I'm going to the Eldorado no matter what Gunnigan thinks. Yes, Cato. I'm going to the Eldorado Club with Axford and Miss Benny. Eldorado Club? So, maybe you're going to gamble? No, not then. We gamble now. Where we go? Oh, don't let this confuse you, Cato. We're going to the Eldorado Club, too. There's the Eldorado Club, Cato. You know way around building? Yes, I think I do. That rear door should take us into the hall leading to Tinsley's office. Ready? Yes, sir. All set. Then let's go. Easy, Cato. This room is right next to the office. We can hear from that door over there. Oh, look. We can see, too. Door open a little. Quiet. Let me see. Yeah, that's better. Cato, that's Phil Crane, Tinsley's lawyer, near the window. A man speaking to Tinsley? Yes. We can hear them now. Listen. Phil, I can't do it. Ask Reed to come out here at 10. Told him I'd give him a story. Then get rid of him as soon as he arrives, Rex. All right. I'll go through with the Green Hornet angle, though. That's important. Yes, that Green Hornet angle is. If it works, the rest of it's a waste of time. We got out from under today when I paid the boys off. They'll lay low for a while. Now, that's swell. Well, all that's left to do now, then, is to straighten things out with the big boy. Better pull them up now and set things. Good idea. 
Pour me a drink, will you, Bill? Sure. Okay, Doyle. Count the dial clicks in case we can't hear names. Six, two, five, three, one. Six, two, five, three, one. Got it. I have it. Hello. May I speak to him? Mr. Tinsley. Here you are, Rex. Thanks for the drink, Bill. Hello. Yes. Uh, listen, we're going to do what Crane decided. Now, never mind that. It has to be that way. Yeah, we'll be at your place at 12. That's right, 12 midnight. Get rid of the help so we can do business right. Now, don't worry about Reed or anyone else. It'll all be covered. We've heard enough. Let's go. Dial that number. Well, the number is. Uh, I know. Six, six two, five, three, one. Now. This is the Bransford Valiant resident. Just as I thought, kiddo. Bransford Valiant is the man. Two hours later, as Michael Axford drove Britt Reed and Clicker Benny to the El Dorado Club, there was no indication in Reed's speech or manner that he knew what was awaiting him there. Well, we're here, Axford. Miss Benny and I will go in. He used to go around outside. Ah, oh, Reed. Let's go, Miss Benny. We'll be seeing you later, Axford. How can a reporter like myself use deductive reasoning in a park? Here we are, right on time. Glad to see you, Reed. <laughs> oh, an honor to have you, Miss Vinnie. Come right in. Thanks, Tinsley. Oh, I'm just a doorman at heart. You uh, both know my lawyer, Phil Crane, don't you? Yes, uh, I do. How are you, Reed? And what a privilege to see my favorite photographer again. Sit right here, won't you, Miss Vinnie? Uh, no, thank you. I'd rather stay on this side where I can see what you're doing. <laughs> uh, the same Miss Vinnie. Isn't it terrible, Rex? Miss Binney doesn't go for my devastating charm. <laughs> There's an exception to every rule, Phil. You know that. Hmm. Uh, have a drink, you people? Not for me, Tinsley. Uh, no, thank you. My mother was scared by a Borgia. <laughs> Who hones your tongue, Miss Binney? Oh, I didn't mean to be nasty. I, I forgot that I was here professionally. <laughs> You're excused. Listen, Tinsley, and you too, Crane. Let's dispense with the pretense of sociability, shall we? All right, let's. Reed, I'll tell you why I asked you out of here. I want you to discontinue those articles you started about me. Not only that, Reed, you'll also print a complete retraction. Retraction of what? <laughs> why, gentlemen, we haven't even begun to say things yet. And, Phil, I guess we'll have to sue. Rex, I told you before that was the answer. It's a waste of time trying to talk sense to this fellow. Uh, what about those pictures you wanted taken, Mr. Tinsley? The ones you told Mr. Reed about. Oh, yes, uh... I have my books, my accounts, correspondence. 
They'll prove my enterprises are legitimate. And Cut uh... it, Rex. Cut it. They're not going to go for that kind of stuff. You're right, Crane. We're not. When you're in the rackets and you keep books, you don't show them to the newspapers unless they're dummies. <laughs> Even if they weren't, you couldn't expect us to believe them. See, Rex, they don't want to give you fair treatment. Oh, that's silly. Shall we go, Mr. Reed? No, just a minute, Reed. I have a statement to make. For publication? Yes, he's doing it on my advice. Then let's hear it. We'll print it. I'll take over, Rex. I'll get this, Reed. Mr. Tinsley denies the allegations and insinuations made in the Sentinel today. He declares, aside from these things, that his only interest in politics is as a voter. You sound like Valium did this afternoon. Valium? Who's he? Oh, uh, I forgot. He told me he didn't know you. He's... He's a political big shot, Rex. Bransford Valium. But Reed's just saying words. Uh, Reed, you're going to print what we've said, of course. Of course. Anything else? Most definitely. Why don't you go after the one who's behind whatever crime is in this city? That's just what we're doing, Mr. Tinsley. You know who it is, Tinsley? Certainly. So do you. Everybody does. It's the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet? That's what I said, Miss Binney. Tinsley, you know the Sentinel has always been after the Green Hornet. We have a $25,000 reward for his apprehension. <laughs> and uh, be sure you print that statement I made. We'll expect to see the Green Hornet's name in your story, Reed. Take my word for it, both of you. You will. Well, Axford, what happened on this front? What's the matter, Chief? Aren't you coming with us? No, Axford will drive you home. I want to look for something. But, Reed, I can't let you go off like this. Don't worry, I'll be home sooner than you will. Here, Miss Benny. Let me help you with your coat here. Oh, thanks. Uh, there. All right? Then go ahead. Don't worry about me, Axford. Uh, but I'm not supposed Oh, to... goodness, Michael. You think the chief was a child. Come on. Take me home like a good boy. Please? I'm tired. Oh, all right. But I'm not supposed to leave him. Britt Reed had been very solicitous as he helped Clicker Benny adjust her coat in the automobile. She didn't notice, as he helped her, that he'd removed from her coat pocket the precious candid camera she'd placed there. Putting it into his own pocket, Reed returned to the Eldorado Club. Instead of going into the main room, he entered the lobby and went into the public phone booth, seemingly unaware of the three men who lurked in the shadows outside. Cato, his Filipino valet, answered. Yes, Mr. Reed's apartment. Cato, this is Mr. Reed. Oh, yes, sir. I can't say too much, understand? Of course, Mr. Britt. I expect to be followed, so I'll leave the Eldorado in a taxi. Take the Black Beauty to that spot on Pine Street. I'll come the back way. I bring all material? Everything, and flashbulbs. Oh, and Cato, bring the long black top coat. I won't have time to change these clothes. We'll do. All right. In 20 minutes, then. Britt Reed had the cab driver go slowly. As he suspected, another car followed. Telling his driver to make obvious turns and spurts, he proceeded until he came to a large apartment house 
on the edge of the city's residential area. Getting out of the cab, he walked to the building, up three steps into the vestibule, first noticing that the pursuing car had come to a halt down the street. Opening the door, he entered the hallway. But instead of going up the stairway or entering the self-service elevator, he descended two steps in the rear and opened another door into the courtyard. He hurried through the yard, then to an alley, coming out on the next street, Pine Street. Cato was waiting for him, sitting at the wheel of the streamlined Black Beauty. Oh, Cato, I got rid of them, all right. Where are we going, Mr. Britt? To Bransford Valiance, home. I'll give you the directions. Just keep going straight ahead. Kiddo, I think we may hit pay dirt at Valiance. The Green Hornet with his camera of clicker bennies can make Britt read a newspaper man tonight. All we need is a setup I'm hoping for. The hope is doubled here. Tinsley said this meeting would be the payoff. If we're going to expose him and Crane and Valiant, it will have to be for us. The Black Beauty, like some inky ghost, sped past the outskirts of the city into the suburbs then into the grounds of Bransford Valiant's large estate. Cato parked the car amid the trees that fronted the house. Britt Reed adjusted his green hornet mask and donned the long black coat Cato had brought him. This way, Cato. We'll go in the side entrance. Using his special key to gain entrance, the Green Hornet guided Cato through the darkened hall. They're upstairs, Cato. Follow me. I'm right here. The flash bulb's ready. All ready to shoot. You have camera set? Right here. Listen. It must be in that room over there. I think we can open the door. Well, they talk so loud, they not hear us. I open door. You set camera. We may have to wait for the picture we want, but it'll be worth it. Tinsley talking to Valiant. All right. You can sit back for a while, Tinsley. You crane, do whatever you intend doing. I'm going to sue Reed. Andy's paper is going to pay me a million dollars before this is over. <laughs> if you're going to get money like that, you, you won't want your share of this loot, huh? What do you mean? You'll give me every cent that's due me. Give me an accounting besides. Rex is just kidding, Valiant. You know that. But look, this accounting, you don't mean that. You don't want anything on paper. That's bad business. For me, if I don't get it. I'm no fool, Crane. I want to make sure you two don't pull anything fast and try to take off. I'll get rid of the paper as soon as I check my sources. You're not going to cheat me. Give it to him, Rex. Give him an accounting. Look, Valiant, the money's here. See, it's a three-way split, so why don't you... What's that? Huh? Those are the two men oh, that followed me. Oh, it's you fellas. Did you follow Reed home? No, no. 
Went into a place on Oak Street, an apartment house. We left Bocce there to watch the place till Reed comes on. Close that door and wait over there. Yeah. We'll finish this business in a minute. Right. I know those two mugs, they're gangsters. No, Jake Mulligan and Fats Hollisey. A company for our lawyer and our political leader. What a background for a picture. Here's your money, Valium. Here's an accounting. I've signed it. It's brief, but it covers everything. All right. Be sure you burn it after you've checked it, huh? Phil will attest it now. Use this pencil. What a picture this will make. It's working out better than we wanted. Get that flash ready and stay out of sight. When I take the picture, I'll throw the camera to you. You get to the Black Beauty and I'll hold them off. All right, now, Valium. Rex. Here's a drink for each of you. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. Yeah. And myself. To our continued success. <laughs> After a vacation. Right, gentlemen. Who could ask for more than this? Money in the left hand? Scared of it. And good liquor in the right hand. <laughs> Saluda. Saluda. Kiddo, look at that. They're drinking together with money in their hands. Some gangsters beside them. Perfect. Ready? Shoot. Hey, Here, take the camera. Hurry. That, that light over there. Flash bulb. They took a picture. Somebody's out there. Stick them up, all of you. You're covered. The Green Hornet. Yes, the Green Hornet. Don't move any of you. Oh, it's a nice pile of money you have there in your hands. <laughs> and on the floor. So the Green Hornet is in the picture. No, the Green Hornet's out of the picture. You uh, want a cut of the money, I suppose. You, you can't get away with this, you, you criminal. Uh... Oh, no. We'll see, you criminal. Give me that paper you have there. Don't do it, Valian. Throw it. Swallow it. Don't try it. Stand back, Crane. Give it to me, Valiant. Uh, you can't have this paper. Here, take the money. I don't want the money. I want that receipt or whatever it is. That's <coughs> more like it. Thanks, Valiant. Let's see. Oh, it tells enough. Especially with those three signatures. Well, that's that. I'll be going. Look, Hornet, don't pull a Robin Hood deal on us. If it's dough you want, all right. I suppose the gimmicks you want us to pay off on are that picture and that receipt. Could be, but I'm not having money on this deal. If you try to follow me, I'll shoot you. Just a minute, Hornet. That picture... Oh, wait a minute. Let's talk this over. I'll give you credit. I'll be seeing you in the papers. So long. The city room at the Sentinel was a scene of rejoicing next day when the first edition and extra came off the press. Miss Case and Clicker Benny looked on in admiration as Reed and Gunnigan examined the front page. Why, there's never been anything like it. Look at that picture, the three of them, flanked by ex-cons dividing a fortune. No wonder the district attorney moved in and took them over at once. He's got them this time. Oh, it's funny. That picture in the same edition where they made the statement to Mr. Reed that they didn't know each other. Yes. <laughs> oh, they look as thick as thieves there with their gangster pals. Casey, no thieves were ever as thick as they were in letting that picture be taken. Oh, <laughs> a bad pun, Miss Benny. <laughs> Too bad you didn't get that shot instead of the Green Hornet. Oh, maybe he used your camera. Oh, don't rub it in, Chief. I don't know how or where I lost it, but I'm certainly glad I have it again. Uh, did you see who returned it, Lenore? The mailman. Collect. Oh. You know what that finder return tag and all the Sentinel's camera says, don't you? Oh, that's right. Sure, I know. It goes, uh, if lost, return to the Sentinel and, uh, uh, sure, I know. But Gunnigan, you say the negative came by messenger? Yes, the negative and that piece of paper with the figures and the names and the three signed on it. You saw it, Reed. Yes, and the Green Hornet seal on the envelope, too. <laughs> uh, I'm afraid the Green Hornet's a better newspaper man than I am. Boss, boss! Well, what's the matter, Michael? Valiant's confessed. 
He's the one who had the pressure taken off of Tinsley whenever the police would get after him. And a lot more, too. And Crane's talking his head off. Wants to exchange a confession for immunity. What about Tinsley, Axel? Gunnigan, they've got enough on Tinsley by now to send him up the river for eternity. Gunnigan, you better replay for another extra. That's just what I was going to do. Come on, boys. I told you, Reed, that Tinsley was a crook. Now, uh, what do you say we go after that other no good, the Green Hornet? After the break he gave us today, Axford? <laughs> oh, no, he just did that to save his own hide. Well, I, uh, I think we ought to give him a couple of days' rebate while this story's hot. Is, uh, is that all right? Well, all right, but only for a couple of days, Reed. After that, I'm going out and get the Green Hornet, too. These copyrighted dramas originate in Detroit, and all characters, names, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Hal Neal speaking. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.